welcome to Tandem Canon, the gamerific podcast where co-op play is canon, and where we sometimes reward bad behavior with virtual trophies. This is episode 33, Achievement Unlocked, where we'll discuss the good, the bad, and the trophy. This is Tiffany. And this is Mia. Well, let's go straight into the talk from Team Tandem. So, Mia, what have you been up to for gamer homework? So, I had vacation all last week. Lucky. And I decided to just catch up on Persona. And so the, literally <laughs> any free time that I have that I'm not like eating or bathing or doing adulting things, it's Persona time. And I'm on the final dungeon right now. Um, I'm just about to start it. And yeah, this game is, is a mess. But I'll talk a little bit more about it once I finish eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm at, I think, was it 89 hours? So we'll Good see. Good Lord. Yeah, well, we'll see how long the final dungeon takes me or whatever and I guess any additional content that happens after that but apparently I picked the good ending from what I could tell the ending that would allow you to actually continue playing which is awesome otherwise there was another choice that could have ended the game like right then and there and that would not have been good so yay (laughs) and then when I'm not playing Persona 5 I've just been playing Animal Crossing and it's yes yes it's becoming my daily habit trying to upgrade my house pay off a freaking mortgage that I have and just getting into shit like I've gotten stung by bees I don't know how many dozens of times at this point I cannot catch a fish to save my life and I make my living by shaking trees for apples and just selling anything that is not nailed down pretty much so yeah <laughs> life is good it's been fun what about you Tiff I actually have been playing the Legend of Zelda the original Legend of Zelda acquired that on the Game Boy Advance and I realized I haven't played this game since I was five, maybe even six. Mm-hmm. And I now realize how difficult this game is. This is pre-calculus difficult sometimes. And I'm glad that you have the ability to save a lot more often. But unfortunately, you can only save when you die. But so far, I remember to get to the first dungeon, which I've already done. And so I have my boomerang, my big shield, my bigger wooden shield that I can ford a river on. I just couldn't remember like how to acquire all the other stuff, like the raft and the flute and stuff. A lot of it's just just the trick of the trade so i have to do like a walkthrough to remember how to get to all these places because there's a trick to get to different things hopefully i can get a little further than that also i played a little bit of spiral season of ice and that's pretty interesting because i remember playing it back in the day a long time ago but it's been a while so this is kind of like a good refresher course for it being on a little ds screen it's so limited on what you can see it's just a fun little platform game kind of nice to revisit it and also mario kart ds and then as you know the last weekend we previously attended Classic Game Fest in Austin. We did some gaming there. In terms of actually playing games, I think the favorite moment was NBA Jam. Yes. Uh, We decided to pick it up on the Genesis and just play. And at the very last second, Tiffany was like, well, there's nothing I could do. Let me just throw the ball all the way from the other side of the court. (laughs) Made it (laughs) three-pointer right at the last second. I think, dude, you ended up winning the game, right? Yeah, because I was two points down. and awesome. <laughs> and that pretty much, like, I managed to win by that one point. And we just literally just did, oh! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was just the most epic thing in my life that just gave us life it was awesome it was amazing and we caused a little bit of a ruckus because i don't think even we were expecting it tiffany was uh-uh. just like 
well, I have nothing else left to do, so fuck it. And it just happened, and we just lost our shit. It was great. Epic. <laughs> and then Let's Play Gaming Expo. We, I think I felt like we did a lot more gaming with Let's Play. It's usually how it goes. Yeah, we did board gaming and stuff, but we did a rematch of Typing of the Dead. Yes. Um, and that one, I don't know if it was just we were sleepy or something, but our reflexes weren't the same. I think for me it was just exhaustion or something because I was yeah. not, my brain was not functioning. I can type barely quickly when it comes to my own fluid thoughts but to be forced to type these random and sometimes very weird phrases i wish i would have had this in my keyboard classes i would rather learn typing in the dead this would have been a more beneficial game plus it's action packed yeah and there's stakes to it you have to literally type to keep yourself alive and there was no slacking off. You had to be on your guard. They're quick time events. And so if you don't quickly act in that second, then it's gone. It can make all the difference. The only thing I really don't like about the game, if you were doing co-op and you start typing at the same time, one of you has to finish the box. There is no going to another box at all. You Mm-mm. have to do it. Yeah. Then again, I never pressed tab. I don't know if tab would have made the difference. Have to test that hypothesis next time when we're not on a life and death. Seventh level of hell. We made it to the next to the last level, but but still, by that point, we were like, we can't do anymore. Our brains have yeah. just shut down. So we did what we could, but at least we yeah. got that far. We also did Mario World, which was nice. And mm-hmm. it just reminded me I suck at platforming. <laughs> Tiffany was just getting it like, yeah, well, I've played recently. And it was nothing to her, but I was like, ah, uh, yeah, it's been a minute. About that. I kept getting killed for simple shit. I was just like, this is how it's going to be. Okay. I think if I did play through it a little bit more, I would would get used to the muscle memory and stuff i was yeah. fine on sega games but for me nintendo was my deal we didn't really have a sega so super mario world was the game i played a lot so we linked up with one a couple of our friends we got to play the simpsons arcade game as well <laughs> and it was fun we actually beat the whole game which is nice and tiff what was your impression of classic game fest oh my gosh so much better than last year <laughs> definitely made a better impression for me especially since they have a second hallway so the complicated of having both panels and a concert stage in the same area with all the vendors like right next door to everybody it was just such a deafening experience but now they put them in separate hallways and also moved all the console gaming and arcade gaming into this space separated by barriers so that each space could breathe and have its own little world to live in and so it made the world a difference that was a great choice what did you think i think it was a wonderful idea idea because then you could actually talk to vendors because one of the problems we had last year was just basically trying to shop or talk to people you were trying to fight over the music it's not that the music was bad it just makes for a hard to interact actually with people especially the closer you got to it oh my gosh yes you had to scream your prices and that shouldn't be the case and it it made it a lot better in terms of traffic flow too because then people weren't clustered up all together you had room to kind of breathe and move around and I don't think there was ever a moment that I felt claustrophobic or anything like that. Except for like going into game exchange or certain booths had a little well, bit more traffic yeah. than others. But So, and the musicians on stage had plenty of space for you to 
and move around. And if you wanted to rock out or if you wanted to take pictures or video, there was plenty of space to do that. So we got to watch more of the music artists this year, which was really fun. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite artists was Samus. Um, yeah. She was the only, I think one of two maybe female rappers, but the only black female rapper that was there. And yeah. she just touched my soul in so many ways. Her music talks a lot about being a gamer, but also the intersection of being a black female nerd and yeah. being in academia and dealing with mental health and all sorts of different things. And it's like, oh my God, I love you so much. I think my favorite song of hers was Say My Name and it was just perfect. So if you get a chance, follow her on Twitter. Samus Music on Twitter and she is amazing by her stuff. Check her out and yeah, she will change your life especially if you are a black female nerd. There's so many yes. topics that she speaks on that it's like, oh my god, this is me. It where, gives life. Where yes. have you been all my life? Kadesh. Uh, Kadesh. Oh Kadesh my killed it and Kadesh was just one of those in-between acts. He was one of those musicians out of several, especially like One Up, who practically played on everybody set bit force too most of the time it was improvisation wonderful nerdcore harmony mm-hmm. i loved it and it was like Megaran, One Up, Kadesh, all these different artists make up the NPC Collective. And yeah. I guess they help out each other on different tracks and stuff like that. And they do a lot of collaborations. We wanted to see their panel, but I think it conflicted with something else that we were doing at yeah. the time. So, but if you ever get a chance, go to Classic Game Fest, because even just with the music artists alone, it is just so much fun. I have never heard of nerdcore trap music, but oh my God. It, it happened. Kadesh, it totally. He had uh... the whole place jam it it was lit and the other artists were amazing too we got to see bit force again tech yeah. force again and they're just so incredibly talented and, and doug funny and doug funny doug funny was cool they're just so great and wonderful people so yeah like cool. i want to buy all your stuff but by that time it's like i am so terribly broke right now just let me get to this second or third payday so that was fun. But what about Let's Play? What were your impressions on that one, Tiff? Kudos for them of moving on up to the west side, going from Plano to Irving this time. Mm-hmm. So what was good is that now they were in a bigger space. There was more vendors than there were last year. But unfortunately, the backup when it comes to the arcade and the tournament gaming yeah. section, it was just crowded all the time. People either waiting to do the tournaments or to do the arcade. So it was just constantly full all the time. Five times as many people trafficking through there because there were so many more people than there was last year people finally caught word that this thing actually existed we had a lot of fun doing a lot of the board games, but there were times where it did get a little loud and it's just like, oh, I can't concentrate. All the console gaming and the tournament, everything was in the dark. So it would be nice to have the console gaming at least in the separate part where it was still a little lit to where I wasn't falling asleep on Mario World, the big dark room of awesome to contain all the tournament plays. The Microsoft table, which usually had its own little room, along with the indie developers, that all kind of got crowded around everybody else. And so we didn't even get to sit at the Xbox displays at all. Yeah. It would have been nice to get Alienware to come here, too. It was nice to run into vendors that we've seen before, because you do make that personal connection, and people recognize you and stuff. And um, People were looking for us. We ran into Kevin from Twiatch. We saw Patrick, (laughs) but we didn't get to actually go meet him. He was working. We saw 
all tech force. We didn't get to yeah. go and talk and anything. But what were some of the games that you found over the last couple of weeks, Tiff? I got Legend of Zelda. I also found Legend of Zelda 2 Link, the infamous redhead stepchild that nobody wants to talk <laughs> about. But I got the bitch. And I'm proud to say that I did. Because I'm really curious about it ever since we went to Pack South Guilty Pleasure Games. And so I want to see what the hype is about. I also got the two Spiral games, Spiral Season of Ice and Season of Flame. Also, Mystery Case Files, The Millionaire, which is a couple of mystery games, and Hotel Dusk, Room 215. It wasn't on my radar, but it's just happenstance happened to find it. And I got Super Scribble Knots and Mario Kart DS for a steal. Most of the ones has been 25 bucks. This dude was selling it for 15 And on top of that, Scribble Knots, I've seen about like 10 bucks. He pretty much sold me both of those for 20 bucks. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. Mia had gotten for me Splinter Cell Chaos Theory for the DS, the Killzone Trilogy, Mirror's Edge, and Halo Reach for the Xbox 360, and both Kingdom Hearts for $10 a piece. What about you? I got Beyond Good and Evil for the PS2. Most of my games yeah. are PS2. Killzone, Odin's Fear, Rogue Galaxy. I'm on the, like, yes. this big RPG kick lately. No One Lives Forever, Mark of Cree, and then Final Fantasy X. So yes! that, that's going to be my gateway into the Final Fantasy franchise yeah i was surprisingly good this year but that's only because i was on a very strict budget she did well with the budget i was really really proud of her i considered getting x2 but i think i'm gonna see how 10 goes and see if it's a good fit for me or not i was trying to see if i could find final fantasy 8 or 9 for a decent price but oh no those are High commodity mm-hmm. items, so... Yay! Briefly, before we go into the topic, we had gotten word EA took out BioWare Montreal. <sighs> in the wake of Andromeda. Mia... What are your thoughts? I can't say that I'm really surprised with the recent moves that they've made. It's sad, though, because with EA, I feel like you don't really get a lot of shots to mess up and really make mistakes, especially where their money is involved. <laughs> um, yeah. If Mass Effect Andromeda was just a standalone game without the prestige and the hype building up from the previous trilogy, probably would have been a little bit more forgiving about it. It speaks to the quality that EA expects, and especially from fans, because I think we were really vocal this time the mass effect franchise will be pretty much gone back over to the edmonton and austin camps so another thing that will change the tide is casey hudson returning to bioware he's been involved with bioware since pretty much from the beginning you know he worked on knights of the old republic and was responsible for leading up a lot of the things going on with the original mass effect trilogy and so that gives me some hope they're really taking this seriously and really trying to learn from the mistakes because it wasn't like it was just a one-time thing where Andromeda messed up. Clearly, that's a sign that hopefully EA is sort of taking this seriously and not just poo-pooing it as, we're just going to do what we want to do. Y'all are just a bunch of stupid gamers. Like, their money is on the line now. But now with Andromeda, you fucked up again. Like, this is the second time. Like, third strike, you're out. (laughs) Yeah. On this third strike, I might not be putting money on this, not immediately. Because now it's like, it's fucking with their papers now. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So. It's serious. And Casey returning is a good sign. I just hate that it all happened at the expense of Aaron leaving and then Montreal shutting down but I don't know it's EA so this should be a good cautionary tell of just handling your existing products with care this is not Call of Duty this is something that people genuinely care about Bioware is such a great developer they evokes emotion and you messed with people's emotions normally if a franchise fucks up they just either fold it entirely and move on to something else or they just 
shrug their shoulders and like, we got your money, no big deal. But this is affecting their wallet big time. So it's drastic. So whatever happens with the franchise, hopefully it'll be good from here on out. I'm still waiting to hear about DLC for Andromeda. And I'm like, I want my damn Koreans. Do the thing. So I guess with that, are you ready to level up? Let's do this, bitch. Let's level up! today's tandem topic tea time we're going to be discussing trophies and unlocking achievements and how relevant they are nowadays because although it's wonderful when you're rewarded for accomplishing a goal or doing something good and the idea behind trophies existing have always been a really good thing we both feel that they've kind of lost a little bit of prestige just because now you get a trophy essentially for breathing you look at the game (laughs) trophy right you turn on your damn machine achievement unlocked it doesn't make any sense anymore it doesn't really help this sort of stereotype of millennials being entitled and stuff for us getting trophies for the bare minimum of shit but we'll go into that so tiff do you want to start us off about 30 years ago of course we didn't have trophies Mm -hmm. barely even had that 10 years ago we have that ultimate list of 10 when arcade games came out back in the day this was your rites of passage. That's pretty much how we rewarded show off our initials, you know, at the arcade or even in home consoles eventually. But then eventually it evolved starting about 2005. Microsoft came out with the gamer score system. It accumulates to the point where all it is is just bragging rights. It doesn't, you don't get any points off at the store or any of that shit. Eventually PlayStation is like, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's go ahead and hop on board for that about 2008. With the trophy system for PlayStation, you have your bronze, your silver, and your gold the ultimate platinum trophy but initially really is a way of challenging a player i mean it designates that you're skilled enough that you have the mechanics of the game down you're savvy enough to navigate the difficulty of the game and so it's rewarding that skill set and rewarding your hard work because a lot of games they're pretty tough of course games have gotten easier over time and that's a different topic entirely but yeah you still want to reward gamers for their hard work you want to give them an incentive for playing coming back and replaying and especially if they are brave enough to go out and explore different areas and and even choices outside of the standard linear experience this is your reward for taking the time to do this track and in that way it sort of helps on the replay value to a certain extent in your opinion do you feel like the use of trophies has stayed the same or i guess have have trophies evolved since then because i feel like now it's it's a totally different experience about 10 years ago when they first put out trophies i'm like oh yeah cool i want to get rewarded for me taking time to actually explore the full extent of the game. I remember the first game I ever did the full trophies on and that was Assassin's Creed 2 and that was the first time I ever got a platinum trophy for doing everything. Yeah. And so I was proud of that. Like with me doing even the menial task taking a broom and sweeping five guards off their feet. That was just seeing like if I can fulfill that challenge or seeing how skilled I was playing as Ezio. Like could I do all these things and achieve it? The challenges that was originally on the trophy list is now internal in the games because you notice that all the challenges are now in games you have to fulfill mm-hmm. your missions a certain way according to what they want you to do exactly. instead of it just being optional with just assassin's creed alone my incentive to do trophies been turned off or turned on low right <laughs> when it comes to short games like journey or gone home they have to create busy work for you to get the 10 or 15 trophies you can win from them but right. it almost seems like 
even for a short two to four hour game, isn't necessary to have that many trophies to begin with. Mm-mm. It'd be one thing if it was something, especially for something like Gone Home or Journey, where it was more exploration based and yeah. you got more trophies for that because you have this big wide world to explore and yeah. you know run into things and discover things and that would make more sense. But yeah, there are a lot of games where I've noticed they want you to check off a certain arbitrary list of items yeah. like collect all of, I'll use Assassin's Creed as an example, but collect all of Petruchio's feathers. And that one made sense because it tied into the actual plot of the game yeah. and what happened in Ezio's family and everything. So that I was like, okay, I understand that. That makes sense. But the Assassin's Creed, the original game with collecting the flags, for example, it yeah. didn't provide a tangible benefit really. You just collected these flags. (laughs) And I did that. I collected every single one. One came out in 2007, right before the trophy system happened. So you're pretty much just doing it just for your own gratification, not to be rewarded in any way. It didn't count. It didn't matter, but it mattered to me at the time just to complete something. It's not as much because it doesn't have an emotional tie to Altair. With Assassin's Creed 1, they weren't sure where they were going with the series yet. Right, and that makes sense. That's different from a lot of games now. I keep thinking of Got Out of Hell, for example, how you had to use all of the seven deadly sin weapons and use them on a certain number of enemies. And it's just like, this is so tedious. Why? For such a short little DLC, they feel it was such busy work in order for you to achieve a trophy that's not necessary. It's not worth it. <laughs> no. Getting something out of monotony to me, I should not be rewarded for that. It seems like also with the novelty kind of wearing off of earning these things, especially when you get rewarded for trophies for things you should be already doing, like completing sequences, completing a chapter in the story, ending the story. I can understand you completing because that should be an achievement if you actually went forth and completed the game. But instead of them doing it in sequences, why don't you just do it like in percentage? You complete like 25%, 50 whatever. Once you earn so many, they're not as meaningful. Right. It's just like, okay, well, what is the point of this? Does it add to the gameplay anyway? Does it yeah. add to the story anyway? Is it going to help me as a character level up or get you know, stronger or better or more prepared for whatever enemies coming up next? And it's like, well, no, it, it really doesn't. It's just there. Unfortunately, when you get those trophies that it's like, you, oh, you made it to this point. On one level, it's kind of nice. It's like, okay, there's some feeling of accomplishment that I am progressing forward. At least I'm on yeah. the right path at some point. But it seems like, and I don't know if this is still a problem with current gen consoles, But just getting trophies for just the smallest, weirdest things that happen to come up. I can understand, for example, the trophies in Overwatch reward you for playing as different characters by achieving certain milestones. And in that regard, it's nice because, number one, it's pushing you to not only try out as many characters as possible, but learn their skill set well enough to unlock that. And it's like, if you can do that, then you could probably function well with them in a combat setting. And so that type of stuff makes sense. It's just, oh, you breathe oh you walk to this you jump yeah. 10 times i'm like what the how is that an achievement it takes all that meaning out of all that you're just handing oh, these out to anybody so and now that you mention it i can probably name maybe about three or four overwatch trophies i have and probably like at like four mm-hmm. percent but i'm okay with that if i didn't earn it then that should be okay it seems like a lot of other games especially if they're open world i don't get as many trophies as possible even like on destiny i don't have to be rewarded but i don't need it for every single thing 
I don't like the fact that they're just giving you filler trophies in order for you to feel better, you know? Right. And it kind of makes me wonder, too, if all those trophies exist for us, for our benefit, or for the game developers to make themselves feel like they've put in enough stuff to the game. Yeah, to put in enough stuff in the game to justify the cost and the DLC. And that's another one that pisses me off. Trophies that are locked by DLC content, especially for people who are completionists, where you can only get 100% of the all the trophies if you also do the DLC. That type of stuff that kind of cheapens it yeah. too. Because it's like, well, maybe that DLC isn't really a good fit for me or it's not something I'm interested in. You're kind of stuck. What really gets me is when they add something like multiplayer. And of course, multiplayer has their own set of trophies. Mm-hmm. But you add to games that are not necessary to have that. I was a completionist, but... Now I'm just like, fucking who has the time? But I try to accomplish as much as I can. But when it comes to the game that only has multiplayer, like Tomb Raider, that should not have multiplayer. (laughs) And that messes with me even getting remotely close to getting like 75% completion. It doesn't really give me an incentive. Just makes me shy away from being overachiever and I can't. Yeah. Especially for something that wasn't needed in the first place. Another thing that gets me is when you ever get a game that you have to go and talk to a lot of people. And sometimes some reward you for talking to everybody or getting the full story but then you get through a game and you don't get rewarded any kind of way for it it doesn't even have to be a trophy not even easter egg or some resolution you did all that for nothing you're just like what was the point of that yeah you wasted my time you wasted the character's time and yeah it's stuff like that again i feel like it's just there to help pad out the game and justify charging full price for a game that really only has maybe uh, 60% of content rather than the full 100% that they should be providing uh, to make that game meaningful. Yeah, I keep thinking of Mass Effect in the way that their trophy system kind of worked, at least in the first game, because they did have, you know, achievements for playing on hardcore. They had achievements for playing on insanity. If you got through a certain point, then you would get a trophy for that. But most of it came from really sticking it out, ranking to a certain level, or playing with the same teammate for a majority of the game and those were not easy achievements to get like you literally had to get them from mission one and do as many side quests and main quests as possible to make sure you got that and even then that didn't really guarantee that would happen and then you have different trophies for the six different character types so it would encourage you to replay and even now I've, i've replayed that game i don't know how many times and it's just always interesting every single time something changes in whatever decision making you make or the team mates you bring with you they have a different perspective and dialogue that makes each experience unique and different and so it feels like you're getting your money's worth out of that definitely agreed so and it doesn't feel like busy work too that's what makes it different because luckily with each squad mate they bring a different twist to the story in a different perspective and of course with each mission one person might have more of a tie than another person on that same mission So it makes it so much more dynamic than collecting chests all freaking day. I've never really been a completionist unless it's a game that I really enjoy and I want to learn as much about it. Push the boundaries of what you would normally do in the game. I like that aspect of a challenge, but I don't like forced challenges or monotonous challenges. Complete this objective, but still don't be seen. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Or games like, you know, like Dishonored or oh God. Or Bioshock oh. that reward you for playing a certain way or, you know, Deus Ex. Those games provide that challenge for you, but they don't cheapen that experience with their trophies because it presents an actual game challenge. 
especially for a game like Deus Ex, it's difficult. It's a very challenging game in itself. Yeah. And especially to be able to do it without killing anyone. Cause... Same thing for Dishonored. They yeah. offer that same thing to do it completely in stealth. And it's already just on full intensity mode. You still get rewarded. But yeah, that's essentially kind of our deal with trophies and, and achievements. It's We want to be rewarded, but at the same time, that experience has to be meaningful in some way. And yeah. if we're not deriving any meaning from it, then what is the point of playing? What is the point of us? I want to feel like I actually accomplished something and did something great and awesome and yeah. badass. And I can't do that if you're just handing me a trophy. It doesn't make me feel special. It doesn't make me right. feel like I contributed to this in some tangible way. So, yeah. <laughs> and we're sorry we keep saying trophies, but that's just what we're used to. I know it's just going to get worse in the future or when you earn things, you're more satisfied with it. Now PlayStation has the rarity system to tell you what percentage of people who's played the game has gotten this trophy. That's fair and all, but I'd rather it not be as much. Yeah. Because most of the trophies you get is common compared to what other people had gotten in context of completing the game. But I just wish it was just a little bit more rare to get so you can have the ultimate brag on rights, not just, you know, what level you are. Mm -hmm. I will give especially Xbox credit. It seems like a lot more of their game of score achievements are very cheeky and funny. And so it's not just a matter of completing a certain percentage of the game. I feel like they have more fun with their trophies. But I think it depends on the developer and the game. Because there are some that on the PlayStation side are kind of cheeky. And Assassin's Creed Syndicate where there's a certain trophy for shooting a certain amount of horses. The horse-drawn carriages. And the trophy is like, what is wrong with you? But it's like, (laughs) well, the trophy made me do it. Actually, no. I like the comical ones that will break the tension just doing stuff. Stuff, like you pet it 10 pigs yeah i kind of like cheeky ones like that and it just reminds you not to really take it so seriously like it yeah, is a game it's a game you're supposed to have fun and so when a developer can sort of laugh at itself a little bit i thought that was pretty funny i was unexpected i felt terrible and wrong actually it happened really as an accident and it just happened to pop up and i'm like I didn't realize I was shooting the horse. I thought I was shooting the dude, but clearly that was not the case because Evie is a badass and no one is spared. Trophies have a place in gaming. I think it's just a matter of utilizing them in a way that gamers yeah. find meaningful. And these are just our opinions and there might be other people Definitely. that feel the same way or, or have differing views. One of my favorite YouTubers, Extra Credits, was talking about achievements in gaming and kind of broke it down to three different specific types. And was it? I think it was like unavoidable trophies is that they're just things that you just get as a course of actually doing the game. I think optional that included side quests and stuff like that. They're arbitrary. You don't really have yeah. to do them. And then I think the one that he talked about the most and that sticks with me, what he said was they were inspiring in a way. And so they made you want to go out and achieve that goal. They gave you the incentive to go out yeah. and search for those where you change up your play style entirely mm-hmm. and see if you can Challenges. make it. Yeah, it makes you yeah. that, that challenge and it makes sometimes it involves more, I'm going to say passive actions, but it's that type of trophy that I feel like the majority of gamers would really want because yeah. it forces you to be, you know, you have a goal in mind and when you're driven you're more likely to go out and do the thing. No matter how impossible that shit is, you still want to do the thing. And I think what's happened now, it's more of either the unavoidable ones or what I find a lot more is the optional ones. (laughs) Which is pretty much like 30 to 40% of the game itself. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it is crazy that going back to Unity, I'm, I'm so sorry because this is one of the sore points here is how, how short the sequences are. So mm-hmm. you go through them quickly, but all the freaking side missions, all the freaking collectibles, things that you have to accomplish here is more than half the game. The story missions is not as much investment as the previous games were. And so... It, so it's like, is the trophies as a whole even worth it anymore? They don't have any meaning as much as collecting all of Petruchio's feathers. Or like for Adewale, freeing all the slaves, funny Easter egg ones. I think that is so much more worth exploring a game. Because that's what we do that for. And especially if we're already invested in a series like Mass Effect or Uncharted or Tomb Raider. That gives us that incentive to keep coming back. For the funnier ones too, they also give you an incentive to really go out and explore because it's like if you stumble Definitely. upon something awesome and, you know, you get a trophy, it's like, well, what else is out there? What exactly. if I do this? And so it encourages more the fun side of gaming, which that should be the goal all the time. But that's not always the case. So. Always, yeah. <laughs> so, Agreed. Yeah. You ready to go into the Wheel of Random Tandem then? Yeah, let's do it. Let's spin this bitch. Yay! So for this week for the Wheel of Random Tandem, and it's kind of going off of the theme, should achievements or trophies be awarded gingerly or generously? I think gingerly. The value of those trophies goes up the less they're given out. You want to work for something. There's a goal to work toward. And you can't really do that, again, if they're just handing out trophies like it's it's M&Ms at school. You have to, <laughs> you know, you want to have to work for it and make it make a meaningful effort to earn that. It makes you feel good. I don't know about you, but anytime that I complete a game, I always feel good when I finally get to that ending and I've beaten that final boss and satisfied the story. And getting those trophies to reflect that and the hard work and the hours that I've put in it makes that so much more meaningful and yeah. much more genuine. I feel like I have an overall better experience with the game and I'm more likely to recommend it to people. Whereas if it's just something that's just, oh, okay, here's a trophy for this. You did this. Okay, here's another one. It's like, well, okay. One of the biggest frustrations with, I think, this gen and last gen games is just the focus on collectible items and yeah. especially having to collect dozens upon dozens of cookie cutter shit that really doesn't do much and doesn't really have much of a value in the long run. Um, yeah. And I can probably count on one hand the number of games that have actually used those in a way that was actually meaningful. What about you, Tiff? I'm on the gingerly side, too. And- you know, earning just a certain amount of them will mean all the difference. Like, Final Fantasy games are very, very stingy when it comes to trophies. You do not get trophies for you just walking onto your first battle. About, like, 15 trophies told to earn for that entire game. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciate them putting forth the effort and being reserved for their trophies to make sure that you actually earn it and that when you do is more fulfilling for you in that way and make you want to play again especially if you happen to get a bad ending i have better respect for those who really want you to do your best to achieve what you can still enjoy the game but still put more emphasis on the gameplay than you know just being rewarded for something superficial it's gonna influence rankings and views and stuff like that yeah It's, it's better to have something meaty and worthwhile i think so I'm still waiting on my trophy for doing all those freaking town missions in Unity of just killing and slaughtering all these people and <sighs> doing it practically a thousand times and I got to a hundred and I got nothing. Yeah. And it's still the calendar is still going up. You know what? I am so done with this game. To me, my achievement is when I get that one for completion. Like completed sequence twelve, you just completed this game. That Congratulations. is my accomplishment. 
you made come, it this far and not You've got it. To. We should all get the ultimate platinum trophy for just finishing the damn game. Well, we'll see how when we go into the next gen eventually, we'll see how the gamer scores and the trophies will be in the future. If it's going to still be of the same element or if they're going to switch it up. So we'll see. So are we ready for final thoughts? Yeah. So um, you guys know the deal. Hit up mm-hmm. the socials, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Tumblr. Make sure you're liking, commenting, subscribing. Let us know, you know, how we're doing or if there are topics that you would like us to cover. And then stay subscribed so you know when all of our new episodes come out we have off topics that will be coming up pretty soon as well as video from classic game fest and let's play so yes do the thing yeah it should be coming this coming week after this post Mm -hmm. also we have a few new followers yeah yeah we have mm. Simply Austin, Adorned by Chi, XRYX, Brian's Man Cave, Rockman, Shadow Brokers Podcast, Atari Texas, then Z, I Heart Geek, Callie K, all on Twitter. And then we have The Magic of Mayhem from Tumblr, welcome, mm-hmm. and K9 Player on Twitch. We gotta get on Yay! that Twitch. I feel yes. like we've abandoned Twitch and Tumblr and we gotta represent, so. Hey, I did it a couple weeks ago, so maybe he just saw my stumbling video on playing AC Chronicles. So, yay for stumbling in the dark. <laughs> Amen. And then for commenters for this week, of course, we have Infinicon. Yay! Yeah, so apparently our contact will be stuck at the registration table, but we've been instructed to go see them. And I'm excited. It's going to be great. And uh, Berryman98, also Samus Music. I think we gave her a shout out or something. And she was like, oh my God, you're awesome and perfect. I'm like, no, you're awesome and perfect. Keep doing it. You are. So yeah, those are all from Twitter. Thank you guys. You guys are amazing. And then for special shout outs. First and foremost, we really wanted to give a big shout out to the NPC Collective uh, at Glassic Game Fest. And again, this is a group of different artists like Kadesh. Mega Ran, Creative Mind Frame, One Up, Samus, DJ Rockman, he was also awesome, and Doug Funny, and several mm-hmm. others. Thank you guys for just making Classic Game Fest the best concert ever. I loved it. It was awesome. Yes, it was uh, great. <laughs> And then also, of course, we we can't leave out Bitforce, Tech Force, and really like huge shout outs to Classic Game Fest and Let's Play for really stepping up their game. Um, Great conventions to go to. So if you ever get a chance to go to either one or both, I definitely recommend it. You're going to have a good time. There's lots to do. Always going to lead into bigger and better things next year. And that's all the guests that we got to meet, musical guests. So mm-hmm. right on. They're awesome people. So Tiff, who is your PYT for this week? I went to the Black Hokage. He of course has had his channel for a few years and he is entertaining as hell. He does anywhere from prank calling GameStop. <laughs> To him and his boys just commenting on shit, random commentary, the gameplay. What I also just love is his reviews. His reviews are pretty general and fair. Um, He did a really good one on Andromeda. He gave it a really good, fair review. For He was a big fan of the series, and so he treated it fairly. I loved his one on Battlefront and how he sold that game back. Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately. Um, like, and he so, gets it, yes. Yes, and so, like, it's, it's nice to see that. And my other favorite series of his is Shit I Don't Like, and it's just funny to hear my husband just say that phrase all the time now. I just love his current one on Boston when he went to PAX East mm. and pretty much just read Boston for filth. It is hysterical. If you like all kinds of like just goofy ass comedy, please hit up the Black Hokage. My PYT is, I've mentioned him before, but Hot Not Meh on YouTube. He is primarily Bioware uh, Mass Effect 
games that he talks about, but he talks about all sorts of things regarding Mass Effect as a whole, the lore, the industry, his predictions for upcoming games. And recently he's kind of stepped up to bat because apparently Angry Joe is having some issues with trolls and people just really attacking his page for really no reason. He's really good about being very vocal about his thoughts on different things. He spoke about thoughts with EA and, and Bioware Montreal and the future of the franchise. And he's so sweet. He tells everybody he loves their face every single mm-hmm. time. And he's just awesome. He's very passionate about what he talks about. He's very knowledgeable. He clearly loves Mass Effect. He loves a franchise and is totally invested in it. So if you're a Mass Effect fan or if you're thinking about getting into Mass Effect, follow his channel because he's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so Tiff, do we have any events coming up? Oh, we only have a few. <laughs> right now, Infinicon is going on in Addison, uh, August 11th through the 13th, and we have a panel there. So I hope you have attended it, mm-hmm. those who are in the area. Also, we have QuakeCon that's coming up in Grapevine, August 24th through the 27th. Now, we won't be attending all those dates. I believe we will be attending most of Saturday if Saturday. we can. So definitely, if you're going to be there on Saturday, please come by and give us a high five of awesome. And also, we're going to do the Granberry Paranormal Expo, which will be September 30th through October 1st. So that'll be the entire span of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so please come out there if you're definitely into like the supernatural and just want to start the Halloween month off with something awesome. And also Retropalooza in Arlington, Texas October 7th through the 8th This is their 5th year and this will be our first year going so we're uber excited. I know that Boogie's supposed to be there mm-hmm. so I'm really excited about that. It's going to be great and I think the Completionist will be there too if I remember yeah. correctly. So yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Like yay! Local events! Yes! Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have like a cool local event that you can go to or already have been this past year. Just let us know no. Mm-hmm. If you would like us to attend your event, either as a panelist or just a regular guest or a vendor or whatever, hit us up on our, our YouTube or Tumblr, whatever. All of our socials, you know where we are. So our next episode will be released on August 27th, which is, I believe, the last day of QuakeCon, so we understand. But just, yeah. again, make sure that you're signed up and all that jazz so you can get updates. And Yay! Do the updates. So I guess with that being said, we are going to sign off. Everybody out there stay game-tastic and don't let the trophies get you down or the achievements bye guys bye